0: Welcome everybody, my name is Apple,
1: and I'm Snivy,
0: <laughs> okay, this is a podcast where two friends with too much free time just talk about the things they love, and this week's topic is Pigstar Films,
1: did you just yeah. say Pigstar?
0: Pigstar,
1: did, did was well, I pronouncing as- it? It's PIXAR, it's like P-I-X-A-R, how do you You read that wrong? There's no T, what is wrong? No wonder you spelled it wrong earlier when you're Google searching it. You internalized it wrong to begin with.
0: I'm not a native English speaker. (laughs)
1: That's that's bullshit, you speak English to me more than any other language. Anyway, we're gonna go through this tier list and rank our favorite PIXAR films today. So... I'm curious, Apple. Big Star. Have you. (laughs) Have you watched all of. any. uh, most of these films, right? You have watched most of these films, I'm assuming? Uh,
0: uh, Yeah. I would say more. most of it. Maybe just one or two, I haven't.
1: Which ones have you not watched?
0: I haven't watched Soul yet. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched Toy Story 4 also. And then. Bugs Life also. I don't think I've watched it.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I'm pretty sure we both have enough opinions for most, if not all, the films. I have definitely watched Mm. all the films. The upcoming Elementals, I'm looking forward to it coming out this year, possibly. I don't know yet. I haven't seen too many ads for it. But I hope it's cool. Yeah, it's like inside yeah. out but fire. Yeah.
0: No, there's like <laughs> elemental racism or something. I know, I know, also. Okay, no, There's
1: more than that. There's more than I know. Okay, yeah. there's more than that. That's my joke. Is that it? Just look like inside <laughs> out but fire. What if we give feelings to elements?
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> right, that's the that's like the typical joke where everybody says how Pixar writes their films or conceptualizes them is what if X has feelings? Right? Oh. What if feelings had feelings? <laughs> 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 Alright, let's 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 start from the first one So we're going through film We're go- We're not going to go too detailed Compared to like when we did the Kill Annie Or the Kill Annie f- tier list Because that one was very like Or oh, very thorough Like going through everything Here, we're mainly focusing on our Base impressions or like why do you want to watch this film or not And uh, where they rank on the tier list Right yeah. So we're going with chronological order this time First film, everybody should know this, it's it's Toy Story. Um, Released in 1995, it was the first major feature-length CG animated film in the world. Uh, Yeah, it's feature-length by the way. So, Toy Story, what do you think about it, Apple? Do you still like Toy Story today?
0: Um...
1: In comparison to the others.
0: It's not one of my favorites, but I enjoy it. It's no, like it a. Sense, right? It's like okay watch, you know. If it's, it's on the plane, I watch it. It's a pretty watch fun it. watch.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It is. It is the most basic, like simple film out of this lineup. Cause like Pixar has gotten way better across the years, both uh in like narrative writing and also uh, freaking like the rendering is getting more and more beautiful every time. So I think it's it's fair to say everybody might agree that Toy Story was is not the most preferred in the series, right? Yeah. Yeah, but a Toy Story one, I have to give uh, props to its legacy because it is real. It's still really good for like its time. People need to accept that it's pretty old, but. It's, uh, it has a pretty decent story So obviously uh, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear The fi- action figure Is now like The new toy in the scene <laughs> In Andy's room That's the setting of the location So uh, in this world Toys have feelings Jokingly yes But it's still true Toys have feelings So this new toy Is like an invasive species This bitch ass taking my owner I don't like him <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of Woody And like Buzzes main yeah, conflict in the first yeah. film it wasn't really a rivalry because Buzz didn't really care Buzz was just like uh, hello blue sheriff you know yeah 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 <laughs> yeah is this a new planet this looks very <coughs> different from my world ooh slightly bouncy the bed ooh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah like this was pretty good introduction to all the cast uh, one thing I feel like sad about looking back is that a lot of the toys mm-hmm. in this film besides the central cast we move on from them because toys will wear down they don't come back oh, for the second yeah. film or the third film so like let's say um, obviously Bo Peep doesn't come back for the fourth, the third film um, Jesse is not here in the first film uh, a lot of I mean people change you know like Andy changes he likes new toys across mm-hmm. time so the first film base cast we got our like piggy bank i forgot his name we got rex the dinosaur we got the freaking mr potato head who freaking roasts everybody yet, slinky, but dog. slinky is pretty good uh we got the this film exclusively has the army guys you know the bucket of bucket oh, of men yeah. you know? and uh also like buzz is had a really strong introduction in this movie with like doing i believe like i can fly you know and then like getting <laughs> fucked like i can't fly turns out i'm not fucking i'm not a space ranger you know Mm. and the main storyline for Toy Story 1 is like these two have a conflict Woody is the leader of the Andy's room like community and because Buzz is now hogging the spotlight everybody likes him because he's the cool new space toy <laughs> you yeah. are a toy you know but Buzz didn't know that Buzz Spiney. believes internally that he is a space ranger he he just happens to have like Andy's riding on his foot because this primordial being has blessed him with his name or something
0: (laughs) oh (laughs) my god but the point
1: was that after that quarrel shit went to the fan everybody betrayed Woody and now because they think they think Woody killed Buzz oh my god get him out of here (laughs) so I kick him off and I'm like okay and then now the journey is Buzz and Woody needs to get back to Andy before he leaves to move he moves out right so like oh Mm. shit they get back and now they're best friends forever let's go I say you it for the got fr-
0: <laughs> a friend in me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Randy Goodman. I think that songs written by... Or sung by Randy Goodman, if I'm not mistaken. You got a friend in me is pretty iconic to the franchise. Now. Yeah. But the quick question today. Where are we putting this on the tier list? Yeah. Flawed but meh. Enjoyable but flawed. Very enjoyable. I think it's...
0: Mm. I enjoyable think it's... but flawed. Really?
1: No, cause cause when you look forward a bit, there's a lot more that's better, as you mentioned. Where mm-hmm. would you? Did you want to put it in awesome?
0: I wanted to put it in great. <laughs> I, I mean, think it's very enjoyable first... should be. It's the first movie that picks Pixar. <laughs> Pixar,
1: made.
0: and. It... Like for a first movie, like damn. It's pretty good. Yeah. But we're looking at like a viewer standpoint on like the watchability, isn't it? Right.
1: Yeah, the context matters, but I think in this case we're ranking it on a tier list where you want some hot takes. So uh, we put it in like the middle. I think a middle, but because it's the first one I would put it in very enjoyable maximum. Alright. Because the other films are just better.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Very enjoyable. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I have right, that song film. stuck in my head oh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think I mean, if Pixar is on your mind That song just comes in like normal mm. If not, it's like Ratatouille That <laughs> or Ups the Ups the
0: opening
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, And then you start tearing up
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
1: Oh yeah, if you guys haven't noticed We're on cam, okay It's been a while like two months since we, three months since we were on cam. We're doing a remote recording today, so hope you guys yes. enjoy this. Might be because camera, wait no, Apple just got a new camera. She wants to do this. I was telling her I wanna do recorded on like remote, remote podcast episodes like since last year, but she ha- now only got a camera, so <laughs> pretty good, right? Pretty good. I uh, hope yeah. if you guys have any thoughts, like Ew, it looks nice or it look, can be better or whatever, tell us in the comments below. All right. You can next see my
0: film. setup and stuff. Yeah. Um, look at that the, Ooh,
1: beautiful lights and shit. You know. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay. I actually
1: can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one yeah. is uh, a Bug's Life, released in, if I'm not mistaken, in, two, in 1998. Ooh, okay. So 1998, it was. It's one year older than me. Sheesh. But yeah, these a first Bugs few Life,
0: films, I haven't been born yet. <laughs>
1: you didn't exist (gasps) yeah yeah you didn't exist you literally weren't even like a a cell but yeah (laughs) uh, a bug's life is the second I think like let's say the context is that during this time Pixar wanted eventually to make it be able to make stories about humans but the thing is Mm. there's still the technology is still not capable of rendering realistically looking or like exaggerated cartoony humans yet, they will get there by like oh. 2004 with the Incredibles. So a bug's life is like okay, we went from toys. They look very plasticky because at the time the rendering engine wasn't strong enough to render like pores and like subsurface scattering. And you those of you don't know these terms don't matter. Just so like how do you make skin look realistic? So oh. bugs are exoskeletons, right? They're they're hard. They're very like relatively cooky surfaces. Okay. And uh, makes a lot of sense to render uh, bugs next. So again, the joke is, now what if bugs have feelings? So the point about a bug's life story, Apple hasn't watched it. I watched it when I was young. I I really don't rate this show that high, but it's pretty much about uh, colonialism and uh, kind. It's not it's not terrorism. It's colonialism, if I'm not mistaken. Like these praying mantises if I'm not mistaken that's the race I don't know if they're praying mantises or not because they're cartoons they don't look like praying mantises anymore but they're like crickets or mantises whatever right they they, basically this ant colony the main character is like an Mm -hmm. adventurous spirit who wants to veer out of just the ant farm meets a circus of bugs which is really weird like there's a pill bug there's like a fat ass caterpillar there's like a like a ladybug and like this bunch of people him meeting these bunch of people bringing them back to the colony is like wow we can live something more interesting this this is based on my very very old memory of the film guys mm-hmm. I haven't watched this film like more than 10 years but A Bug's Life's main thing in terms of the conflict is that these mandices are like we will we will fuck you up you know basically yeah. so and then they riot back at them <laughs> I haven't watched this since I became an adult, so who knows? There may be like way deeper context behind the fucking film. But, uh, oh, about yeah. Life.
0: That's actually <laughs> something very interesting. Like, this movie released in 1998, right? Mm hmm. In the same year, DreamWorks released Ants.
1: Uh, they can't. Okay, uh, the context from what I understand about that is mm-hmm. like after well, a, a, whole a story and Disney, right? Disney had yeah. a staff who became DreamWorks' like, founder Ah, uh, yeah, i heard that
0: story before
1: So here's the thing Before The Incredibles, if I'm not mistaken was like, Pixar was still like just founded under Steve Jobs still relatively independent as a studio before they were taken in by like Disney, right? So here in this time they were directly fighting to make something similar oh, to what Pixar or Disney has been making like let's say uh, if Disney was making a princess movie DreamWorks went and fucking made Shrek, which didn't come first. They came like it, it is their Magnum opus, but they didn't come mm. first, right? A lot of the films initially was like From what I understand the CEO of like DreamWorks was like wanting to spite them. let I wanna <laughs> make something directly competing against you guys. So let, let me know in the comments below if my story is relatively accurate, alright? So a Bugs wow. Life You haven't watched it, but if I wanted to rate it it's it's enjoyable but flawed for me. It's not a film I really want to go back to. It's kind of, it's kind of forgettable overall. Oh damn!
0: Ooh. It was. It's okay.
1: It's an okay watch. Like if you want to watch it, watch it one time. There's some. There's some memorable points. Like the the freaking fatest cap- caterpillar in the middle of the <laughs> film. He he became a chrysalis. And oh, then I think I saw a clip evolve into a beautiful butterfly <laughs> with an Indian accent. I think <laughs> I don't remember. Oh my god! But, uh, the funniest thing is that the, f- the butterfly wings were so tiny. were so tiny that his fat ass body just like... He flew like <laughs> five feet across the relative floor. Relative floor. Because they're like bugs, right? They don't fly that <laughs> high. But in the film, it looks like he flies like... Ooh, a decent height. Body height. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Alright, so I would rate it as enjoyable but flawed. I w- wouldn't say Pixar has any really bad films. But... Okay like, I, th- I think it's it kind of fine if I put it on flawed but meh Cause I Ooh. think it's pretty made to be fair
0: uh...
1: Is there a reason for you to watch this? Fuck, I, I can't say shit <laughs> Is
0: there a reason to watch
1: this? I don't have a big reason for you to watch this to be honest <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, I guess... Flaw, but flaw, but mare is like reasonable. If you want, to if you're a fan of Pixar enough to go through the catalog, it's a fine watch. But if you're not like a direct fan of Pixar, I don't think you have to watch it. It's fine, right. Honestly,
0: I'm looking at pictures of like some bugs, life, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they look so creepy. Some of the bugs.
1: Yeah, a kind of uncanny. Uh, it's
0: kind I'm of yeah, normal. uncanny valley, but Damn Yeah,
1: but that's the <laughs> that's the limitations <laughs> of the time. So I can't get I get it. Right, so uh, yeah, like the kids in Toy Story, also. I like Andy. He looks like a no, like. Not no, 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 Sin? no, wait, wait, wait. He looks like hey, a Coco Melon. Sin. Like if Coco Melon oh. was in the two thousands. <laughs> I
0: Melon get, I, is I get what more you mean. modern,
1: but Coco Melon's animation is pretty shit. So I think it's like Toy Story, like A Bug's Life, is better than Coco Melon, but the rendering <laughs> le- engine is about the same. <laughs> mm. So, flop ban meh.
0: I think meh. that's fair. All right, all
1: right. All right, next one.
0: Okay.
1: Toy Story 2. Ooh.
0: Ooh. That this
1: one is like, I I rate this like pretty high. <laughs> personally, pretty
0: high. Okay.
1: It's not the so, pinnacle, but it's pretty high. Uh, what do you think about this one? Yeah. Okay. So Toy Story 2's main story. Well, I let Apple think. I uh, will let Apple think for now. Okay. Meh, Toy Story 2's main story looking, is that. I'm looking. Is that now that oh, Andy is growing he? up Yeah right,
0: okay,
1: You continue, you say, you say
0: <laughs> So now that like Andy is growing up and stuff, right? During mm. this time he's like a teenager, was he?
1: He's like about 13, 14
0: He would okay, think. That's like Yeah, 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 that's like peak teenager Young teen. age That's a Young tween. Tween. Yeah Oh, no, not twink <laughs> I don't know okay. what twink means no, you can be anything you want Um... <laughs> so when, um... Andy is basically a, a tween or something, right? I actually don't know that much part But I remember that Woody is kidnapped by like a, a toy collector And uh, what? Basically uh, the other toys right. have to try and go out and find him and stuff
1: yeah. Okay, so so narratively Toy Story 2 was a rescue mission as a uh, movie yeah, I'm as old as not Toy Story 2. Let's go. So Toy Story 2, <laughs> the the story starts off with a yard sale. Andy is growing up, but the whole family yeah. just wants to get rid of shit, right? So Woody saw like one of the friend, one of the friends like a, a toy, a penguin toy called like Squeakers or something. I don't remember the name. Ah. But he was like he fell into the box meant for the yard sale. He wasn't supposed to be there because Like they would be content With like the toys That were picked by Andy Saying like he doesn't need them He sells them to somebody else But Squeakers wasn't meant to be there Because he was literally like Lost Dusty as fuck Forgotten And he just peeled it up This doesn't look like something he used The mother just took it And put it in the yard sale So Andy was Ah. like Dog Help me Save this guy And then they go downstairs On the fucking dog And it's like Go save the guy He managed to save the squeaking toy And then gets found by this guy who was a avid collector of like vintage toys because Woody is technically a toy from the uh, if we're basing the film time period is 90s right the, Woody is come from the 50s let's say that lah right he's a cowboy toy marketed in the like the black and white and like very uh, sepia like light like colouring type of days based on the, the, the footage of it the quote-unquote Woody's Roundup cartoon series of the freaking, like, in-lore show. You know, if you've seen the... They watch the show in the collector's room, right? Ah,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the
1: point of, like, the whole thing was that the collector collected Andy... Uh, no, no, Woody, thinking that he's... Oh, my God, this is a vintage. I'm gonna ho- call up my guy, fix him up, and maybe sell him for a bid for, like, thousands of dollars. Like, holy shit, right? So, like, he took it, literally... I believe he didn't pay for him, and he ran off with him. Cause technically, the mother knows Woody is like loved, beloved by Andy, so like you, oh. he wouldn't have sold him. The mother actually told the guy he's not available for sale. Sorry, but then she put it in her pocket, and then Woody I think fell out or something, and she he took it and like fuck off, you know. So the whole mission yeah. was like Buzz is like, we have to save Woody. He's taken by the Fucking chicken guy Or whatever Like because oh, they were like wait Right Because he, yeah, yeah. this guy The collector, actor Also works at a toy store Like a very famous Like toy store In the world In that story And like Al's toy barn Quote unquote, Right mm. So they, they were like I saw that guy's face On TV once And then like Ham was like Mashing the freaking Like remote Oh my god where's the TV and they found (laughs) the guy and it's like that's the store we need to go so they go to the store it was a very fun misadventure like crossing roads and stuff all the way to get to the store so uh, they got there and then Buzz has this fucking like double existential crisis like oh my god there's so many Buzzes here what the hell and then one one Buzz tries to freaking like do identity fraud like I'm your Buzz you know the fucking shit happened (laughs) but the point was the main conflict of this story is that Andy is growing up eventually he won't need us so Woody's conflict was that do I want to be remembered forever as this prestige toy gets sold off in pristine condition because like one of the triggering points of the story was that his arm was literally falling off Andy was supposed to fix him up but before he could he went and uh he went and saved everybody he went to say when he went to save squeakers he was actually had like a half broken arm so which is a problem right so hmm. he managed to save him but his broken arm got fixed while he was there at the collector's place because obviously you can't sell thousands of dollars for a broken ass doll right so toy story 2's whole conflict is like your owner is aging up do you want to stay with your owner for as long as possible or want to be remembered as, and technically you're not played with you want to be remembered for um, as long as possible right uh... yeah so that is the conflict of that story and then he meets Jesse and the whole like other toys in the series of like the Woody's yeah the same series run up series yeah. like they got the Jesse they got the horse I forgot the horse's name oh, and then Boozai, the right? and then the prospector so like the yeah. prospector w- was be- prospector basically became the villain because his desire 100% is he wants to be remembered he doesn't want to get played, get dumped at, at again. You know, he doesn't want that feeling ever again. So he would rather be preserved and put on like a pedestal, like a like a freaking museum or something. That's what mm. he wants. But Jessie is like in between. She really misses the feeling of like having an owner, loving you and caring for you. So Toy Story 2 is pretty good, right? That's the summary mm. of the story. Damn, I talked for too long. And we're only on the <laughs> third fucking film. Alright, I should stop talking too much. So, Toy, Story uh, Toy Story 2. 2.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, at the end there, am I, like, thinking of this scenario? Or, like, didn't the collector send Woody off to Japan or something?
1: Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, right? they made it, right? They made it. They made, managed to convince Woody. But they managed to reach Woody when he was in the room. But... At the time, Woody would turn their backs on the, uh, the gang, right? He was like, I think I want to be with these guys.
0: Right? Uh-huh. But then
1: the prospector was like, you should have went with them, man. And then just locks up the thing, doesn't let them go. And now it's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be with you anymore. Fuck off, right? So he want to <laughs> take Jesse and run off. Because after, after he decides to like, I want to stay with them, Woody, right? And then he suddenly he's mm-hmm. like, I think I want to go back. And it convinces Jesse and Boza to go back. And then now the prospector's like, "Wait, if you guys are going back, I'm gonna be stuck on the box forever." <laughs> and then they didn't manage to get out of there in time, and the collector picked them up and put it in the box and sent them off. And uh, Watch well, get fucked, get fucked, collector. <laughs> you went to Tokyo <laughs> and like, oh shit, there's nothing in this box. Because the prospector also ended up with a fucking like kid in there. <laughs> really funny. Oh. But yeah, oh, so uh, Toy Story Two, pretty good. Where yeah. would you rate this? I'm gonna stop doing too detailed, but I just love the Toy Story franchise too much. Uh, <laughs> I will avoid doing this with three and four, just the layman's details. If not, this is gonna be a very long episode. Cause uh, already already like twenty minutes, and we're already on in the third one. Toy Story Two, I would rate this as great. Me.
0: Really. It's great I I thought you were about to wait as awesome
1: (laughs) No, I have more I have better films Toy Story Ah. 3 is better
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I would agree also Yeah, great Okay It's great
1: Like I said, Toy Story franchise Is like solid AF Solid AF
0: Yeah I haven't liked Toy Story 4 though
1: You should, you should Uh, Toy Story 4 is more divisive Because like A lot of people view 3 as the perfect finale I think 4 has its place I don't know about 5 yet though Toy Story 5 is coming for some reason.
0: Oh! Uh,
1: Monsters, Monsters, Inc. is a pretty good film. Uh, uh, To be fair, everybody views like the, the ages of like the Toy Story 2 to like, uh, what a, to, all the way to Toy Story 3, like between the next 10 years as like the golden age of Pixar films. Every film is fucking amazing. Maybe not Cars. To them. I will (laughs) talk to that later. So, Monster Universe, uh, not Monster Universe. Monsters Inc. is about what if monsters has feelings. I'm gonna keep repeating that. (laughs) Monsters has feelings, and so this world is a very unique world where the energy that they need to run their cities, their towns, their ecosystem is powered by scares, screams by like human kids, right? So they have this like interdimensional door where they travel to as a job to scare the kids so that they can fuel the economy and the fucking system so these two accidentally sully was like i i I, he wants to he sees randall the rival of the the two accidentally go over time at like 12 a.m or something go into this room trying to like kidnap a kid for infinite resource so uh sully was like why is this room here? Walks in the door. is like, what is going on? And then suddenly a kid grabs him. It's like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
1: like oh my god. Because in this world, the, the, they're mistaken that kids are poisonous. They will kill you if they touch you, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? So the whole point was that now they are they they have this kid, right? It's like, it's, it's fucked. It's a mistake. The kid is here. But Sully and Mike Wazowski, famous Mike Wazowski, Mike Wazowski Mike Wazowski! <laughs> yeah, she, she famously... They all bonded together. Like, now they love Boo. That's what they called her. Technically, she didn't know how to speak. She was, like, three or four. Uh, I don't know how the hell the parents didn't say anything for, like, two days that she was gone, but, you know. <laughs> so it's, like... The whole goal of the story is we need to get Boo back to her world, wherever it is, right? Maybe it's, like, France or something. I don't fucking know. But uh, throughout that whole point was that there was, like conspiracies corruption uh rivalries enemies and all that shit it's a pretty exciting story and the setting is just very unique and Mm. uh, i think this world that pixar has made has been really really well because even the the series on disney plus is pretty good it's pretty good Uh, some people say monsters university which is a uh, prequel Mm. i will get into that when it comes but some people say that's not as good i agree it's not as good but looking yeah. back at it, there's a lot of meaning behind Monsters University that sets up for Monsters Inc. I actually currently believe Monsters U is pretty, pretty okay. Pretty good. It's, it's really? still not Monsters Inc. level though. You have okay. to watch some video essays to get the meaning out of it. Oh
0: alright, alright.
1: Right, so <clears throat> Monsters Inc. Where to rate it. I wonder where Apple would rate it. Do you watch this one? You haven't actually said what you think about this film.
0: I actually really enjoyed like the world, Monster Inc. Like in the first, uh, the first movie, right? For Monsters University, I really didn't really get it
1: that yeah. much. Yeah. You're not yeah in maybe it's because you're not university at the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed like the interactions between the what Boo and Mike and Sully, Like, it was really sweet. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Remember the
1: scene where they're in their house? It's like they're like, stay away, stay away, and then. It, and then like something actually slams on Mike's hand. is like, ah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she made the he made the whole area is like cry like, his whole room was like overly exposed with the lights and everything, and then she actually made like Boo cry, and now Boo making the whole city fucking cry, like goddamn.
0: Yeah. Power and, move, like, guys. The what the scene with like all the doors like sliding around? What is it? Like yeah, the the like the back the door
1: of the whole system was pretty cool Yeah, it's a really yeah, good set piece Yeah,
0: very very cool uh, I'll put it in great.
1: I'll put it in great 2 It's actually pretty I don't know if it's better than Toy Story 2 But it's pretty good It's great Yeah
0: Yeah Yeah <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. alright yeah. Finding all right, Nemo Let's go <laughs> Okay. So I asked you the question Have you found Nemo yet? Well, I have, have I? because Nemo is right there. I know I'm asking the audience. That doesn't have to be you. I'm staring at the camera. Oh,
0: but yeah, uh, <laughs> Nemo,
1: Nemo is a pretty fun romp. Looking mm-hmm. back, Nemo isn't that fish has particular good. Yes, fish does have feelings. Okay. Uh, I don't actually think Nemo's that good in retrospect, because compared to like, um, compared to like The Incredibles or Ratatouille or Wally or Toy Story the series, it's not as good. Hmm. This might be a hot take for y'all fucking nostalgic motherfuckers out there, but uh, I think Nemo is okay.
0: Yeah, I have the same take.
1: Damn, she agrees. I Impossible. think. Now, why would oh, you yeah. think it's just okay?
0: I'm for Shark Tails.
1: <laughs> she likes Will Smith voice. <laughs>
0: mm. Sexy fish.
1: <laughs> Oh my god I hate I, I don't know I cannot take the cringe At the time <laughs> At the time Shark Tales was like What the fuck Is all of this shit Yeah no, no,
0: I just find it more Funnier but, yeah, I guess
1: I mean it is a comedy Like Finding Nemo Is not a comedy So I can yeah, see yeah, yeah. why
0: <laughs> So Finding,
1: finding Nemo son. Is
0: about yeah. Finding
1: Nemo Yeah And the credits
0: Wait what's the oh. father's name
1: Uh his, his name is Merlin Merlin
0: Oh shit Not Marvin <laughs>
1: uh, Marvin Law. All right, so
0: Nemo, <gasps> okay.
1: they're they are like clownfish, right? Nemo and yeah. Merlin are clownfish. He's a single dad; mother probably like died or something. Um, <laughs> all the eggs were eaten by a, a like a predator when like he was still an egg, right? Nemo, and the last mm-hmm. one left was Nemo. So like Merlin lost his wife and the potential kids. He had to protect the last one, which the egg was kind of cracked at the time, which explains Nemo's like tiny fin like she's he's kind of like half impaired in the sense he, he can't swim the best so so here we start off in the setting of like merlin bringing nemo to school preschool if i'm not mistaken uh preschool and then accidentally gets taken quote-unquote to them it's kidnapping right kidnapped by a diver who literally just oh, is a yeah. it's most likely a hobbyist diver that literally just picked up nemo to go back and like put it in his like fish tank or whatever right cuz i don't believe ah, there was any yeah. transaction that happened in the film this was literally just i found this cute fish ooh let me take it back with me and then bye bye dad and then that is like travels the whole entire ocean to uh and finds this friend called dory i don't even know if he's a she's a dory fish or not but <laughs> she found <laughs> uh, he found a guy he found a a, a lady called Do- okay. dory and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dory told him I know where that is sh- sh- Sydney <laughs> So it, like He reads the mask That was dropped by the diver And then it read Property Blah 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 Location at Sydney So she, the only word She can read was Sydney So it's like It's probably at Sydney I don't I still don't know How the hell They found the place Because the fucking like The pelican Was like I know where your Sunny is." I'm like I know, I know. It was like, like word word went throughout the world, right? Like, like uh, I think one of the catalysts of that moment was like, after the uh, a lot of misadventures of like the anglerfish, the jellyfish, the shit turtles. and everything. He told the turtles the story, so the turtles spread yeah. it around, like, like a fucking like, yo, have you heard the my homie's story? He traveled <laughs> the whole ocean to find his fucking son, bruh. You have to listen to this story, and then like somehow the pelicans heard of it. Mm-hmm. And then the Pelican found Merlin and was like, I know where your son is, bruh. Yeah, very Aussie, I know. He's literally it's in Sydney, it's no shit, right? So you yeah. brought him to the to the dentist dentistry.
0: Oh where yeah. Nemo that is at.
1: And then Sharkfin, who ha, ha, you know, who those of you know yo know, um <laughs>
0: You oh basically
1: God. was trying to escape the the filtration system through the filtration. It became like a, <laughs> like stealth film for some reason. It's like yeah, you, know, yeah. you have to do this, this throw this rock here and then you escape. And then he escaped, right? And then every shit happened. The freaking niece of the dentist was like there for there for like a checkup, and he was tapping mm-hmm. the freaking fish the whole time. And because yeah. the dentist wanted to give the niece a, Nemo as a gift because she's cute, right? But Denise mm. has a bad habit of like,
0: Why are you sleeping? Yeah.
1: Right? It just shakes the fucking fish till they fucking die, basically.
0: Yeah, she's crazy.
1: So what Nemo decided to do was fake, fake death. Mm. And then like, now he's supposed to be thrown out. But you would oh, yeah. think that you were thrown out to the, the sea by like drain or like toilet or whatever. No. The dentist almost throws him out to the rubbish bin so what did oh they do God. the pelican flew into the fucking room distracted everybody now he flies Nemo gets launched into the fucking th- uh, the the sink splashes mm. and then like <laughs> manages to escape so that one's funny I'm not gonna go any more deeper than that so the point is that Nemo <laughs> gets found by his father and now the story oh is shit. a fucking legend alright so anyway Okay. <laughs> so have you so fa- found happening. Nemo yet yeah uh, I don't know why I keep going so deep but yeah I, I think that one was pretty fast uh Nemo, mm. I think it's just it's it's very enjoyable, enjoyable but that's about it. I think it's about mm. on par with Toy Story 1 to be on in terms of enjoyable enjoyability for me.
0: Mm.
1: It's not on the same level as Monsters Inc and Toy Story 2. So uh, yeah. do you agree with that rating or like where w- where else would you put it? i
0: would put it oh, uh very enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I would put it at very enjoyable. That's all.
0: Uh I do agree but below Toy Story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I
1: don't yeah. think Nemo has any major flaws. That's why I wouldn't make it as enjoyable, but flawed.
0: Mm, I mean, compared to... I already know movie, what film I
1: want to put there already. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Alright, we still got like 20 fucking films left. Okay, let's speed mm. this up. The Incredibles Yeah, let's is go, incredible. Alright, The Incredibles yes. is incredible. So they brought in Brad Bird, uh, a very like prolific... Let's say, uh, he was an animator. Who knows his craft he wanted to direct a film so that's my story i know he's an animator so when he, they bring brad bird in they manage to create like a, a more like flexible muscular system for the characters to animate in and that helps them become like actual humans so obviously the Par family is the main characters of this film they are superheroes before superheroes were cool guys i stare at you this is 2004 not 2008 so, uh, The Incredibles is pretty good. The main central story is about the family drama of miscommunication, wanting to yeah. relive the old days of when they were good, when they were famous, and like also racial, like superhero powers are bad. You guys need to go into hiding, you know? It's like a refugee system, right? So, uh,. There, they live in a world in the nineteen forties or fifties where superheroes are frowned upon because they are like a nuisance to society. You save the world, but you ruin our fucking roads, our traffic, our buildings. Why has none of the freaking like Marvel movies tell this story ever again? I know they did once with like Homecoming, but that was not strong enough. Anyway, Incredibles, the superpowers are cool. Um... Uh what's the villain name? Uh, fucking syndrome. Syndrome, syndrome is <laughs> yeah. pretty cool villain. He's saying, Oh sure. my god, you caught me monologue. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> a pretty good scene. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty meta-narrative kinda... like character, to be honest. Uh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Cause
1: like they were actively like twisting the superhero formula just a bit, you know? So like Yeah, because the tropes is like villains always monologue for like 30 fucking minutes for some reason while the hero just stands there. Mm-hmm. This time the hero doesn't just stand there and tries to fight back. He couldn't do shit, but he tried to fight back. And uh, I think Syndrome is a pretty good villain, pretty good villain. And he said mm. a lot of things that still matter to the society to this day. When everyone's super, no one is, which is still true. Cause uh, like that's why yeah. nobody, that's why not everybody can stand out Cause if everybody stands out who the hell is? No- everyone's normal now, for one, right? And like, there's a lot of system. Obviously, Syndrome supposedly is a he's a pretty rich guy. I think he made this successful. And now it's like I want to force my ego on everyone. Mm. <laughs> Let me make a big killer robot kill all the superheroes. And now you, <laughs> you, my hero from the past. I need them. They sacrificed their lives so I can be you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because the story was like, they, they went through like over 18 villains, like superheroes, just to make a, a robot strong enough that can beat, potentially beat, Mr. Incredible. Mm. But yeah, uh, it's a pretty, pretty strong story. I think this one is a film that I would rate as awesome. What yeah. a view, Apple?
0: For me, I really like the aspects of like, um, like rather than the whole hero villain thing that was going on I like looking at the family mm. like their family is pretty flawed not gonna mm. lie
1: they are right? like, like again like they have a lot of communication problems mm. a lot of like slight neglect obviously Bob doesn't fucking like his job no shit mm, yeah yeah
0: uh, yeah
1: Helen had, does, hasn't really had this like reason I feel like they were like on the verge of divorce eventually divorcing
0: yeah and like, like didn't and then Bob the almost had like a affair with the silver helmet. Nah. Are you nah. sure? Nah. Okay. nah. 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 I trust Bob. <laughs> nah. You Nobody you fucking Bob? fights for
1: the guy here. I fight for Bob, bro. Bob didn't. For, he uh, was Mirage that sexy? I don't know, man. But she uh, was. Nah. She she's <laughs> try hard as fuck. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. And um
1: I can see why Okay I can see why Helen is like You just did something With that woman Like you were too close To her No 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 <laughs> do touch my hip now huh? <gasps> You can't fucking see <laughs> this Bitch ass You ain't touching me After that <laughs> 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 So yeah uh, The Incredibles I would rate as awesome
0: yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Also the way Syndrome Like uh Got me, by by me Like the cape
1: It was pretty much Like retribution And karma like things yeah. that he did to other fucking heroes. Also, it's the not... soundtrack to In mm-hmm. Incredibles* is so fucking good, bro! Holy shit! Like so fucking uh, popping! Holy yeah, yeah, shit! Yeah. It's yeah. so memorable. Like when I was in a high school band, everybody loved that fucking song. We played that as a, in a marching band. Actually, it's pretty good. Ooh. But yeah, uh, next next fucking film is the fucking *Peep Peep Cars*. No, you know?
0: chow have
1: you heard of our lord and savior lightning mcqueen <laughs> <laughs> but yeah lightning mcqueen is a pretty flawed but re- uh, like pretty good i think cars is pretty good it's not i think yes. it's slightly better than finding nemo uh it's not great it's not like better than monsters inc it's not at that tier but i think it's very enjoyable now why i say this oh. for one this was a time when pixar went and researched and asked like porsche lamborghini how to design cars that look like they can drive really fast while having these big ass eyes and mouths is the funny thing yeah things.
0: yeah
1: the designs for the cars are pretty slick to be honest there's like the the, the main love interest is a fucking porsche so uh, <laughs> uh he, she's hot too Lightning mcqueen not to me okay i'm not i don't like cars fuck cars I don't want to fuck the cars. cars you want fuck yeah. cars? Okay. No, 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 no. But yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying. Oh, but right. uh, cars as a film is—I think Cars One is the best one of the three. No, no shot. It's pretty. It's pretty capped. Um, but Cars One is all about like, is this guy washed? And then he got like he was pretty high in his head with his ego at mm. the time, right? Like Lightning McQueen's whole flaw was that I am speed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right?
1: He, he thought he could win and then he gets fucked. So uh he mm. gets fucked in terms of like social status, I guess. Now other people are like because he has he he lost a lot of stuff in terms of like reputation, maybe sponsors. He just didn't have a chance to prove himself properly. So and also his ego is really bad. So in this yeah. like fated moment where he was accidentally like sleep left at the road, you know, because the he was like you have to reach your destination faster. He told his truck driver, Mac, oh, yeah. to not not rest. We need to get there as fast as possible so that I can practice. And then what happens? Lightning was asleep in the truck. And then Mac was fucking like dozing off on the fucking like on the road. They're sentient cars, okay? So it's like the door <laughs> accidentally opens because this fucking like doll of like Lightning McQueen fell on the fucking like a uh, switch that opens the door. And now he, f- he fucking rolls out of the fucking truck
0: and now <laughs> accidentally
1: like oh like he was going the wrong way on the highway
0: <laughs> oh. right, and then like,
1: accidentally drives all the way into Radiator Spring, Springs which oh, is yeah, a pretty yeah. good location I played the fucking P, like the, the the tie-in game the movie tying game car it's a pretty fun racing game um, oh. the whole point was that this is a very down-to-earth like backwater fucking town that teaches Lightning McQueen a very good lesson on community uh, living being humble and like the things you can learn from people you look down on yeah yeah so lightning mcqueen became a pretty good character and his his like climax is that even though he could have won the, the race the big race he let this guy win his big rival to be a to be a good sportsman right to give sportsmanship to the guy that crashed Due to the mm. rival's bad sportsmanship, So now people have way more respect for Lightning McQueen as a racer and as a character. So pretty good. I think it's pretty good. The music is also pretty good. The, 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 the racing scenes across the freaking like valleys. look so good, man. It still looks mm. good to this day. Let's be honest. I would rate it as very enjoyable. Uh, is it better than Toy Story? I would say in the middle of Nemo and Toy Story. Oh. That's where I would put it. I don't know Do you agree?
0: Well that's one thing about the car series Like since I was young You know It's mm-hmm. always been in my mind The functionality Of like A car society You know
1: We don't question that shit Apple
0: I question it since I was young you like, like, every Where's trot- the engine yeah.
1: place When yeah. they're It's like at their noses And where's the fucking mouth cavity And where's the like What the hell is these eyes What's it's inside like, them but this is like bullshit lore, <laughs> lore, lore Like I'm
0: overthinking everything but oh well stories are lie. alright
1: Yeah So again I find, Cars have yeah. feelings Do you like the film? You feelings. tell us down below in the comments below
0: Yeah 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 Go ahead
1: Now the next one
0: It's a fan favourite
1: Omelette du fromage No just kidding that one. Uh, <laughs> Nah this one is. Not... This one is our local fucking anyone can cook Ratatouille is, <laughs> Ratatouille is fucking good bruh one it makes me hungry two it's fucking beautiful three yeah. it has a really good underdog story for like anyone can cook rats a rat can cook technically you yeah, can't yeah, because yeah. rats are like you get like not safe you get like banned you have fucking rat infection here but you know, that's what happens in the film <laughs> so the whole point was that they, they this location is France right this location is France and then like ra- ra- like Remy the rat found passion watching gusto which is a famous french chef of like anyone can cook and remy has this special talent to like visualize the flavors and how they can blend together in like food right he just he can smell poison for one that's very useful for rats two is that he can 100% feel like these are the right ingredients for this thing i'm making the first thing we see is that he tried to use lightning to cook fucking a meal on the rooftop and that got them fucked and like them flowing all the way to uh paris so in paris he the first place he accidentally finds himself in if i'm not mistaken was wasn't exactly gusto's restaurant they found himself in like an apartment in in paris i saw Mm. That's my fucking hero's restaurant Oh my god uh-huh. So he went all the way there And like To fucking scout it out Obviously No fucking chef wants Rats in their room Their fucking kitchen <laughs> So they <laughs> tried to kill him But After Remy was like he, Okay Here's the thing Our main secondary character is Linguini, Linguini. This, He's <laughs> Technically Not pasta um, the a, the a, a child of Gusto who Gusto never really knew. Maybe like Gusto had like a fucking affair or something. Uh, who the hell oh knows, right? God. He's dead. He's dead. All right, he's dead. But uh, <laughs> Linguini worked there as like an intern or like a fucking janitor. So mm. one time he actually like pushed the soup off the fucking stove and like, oh shit, I need to salvage this. He pours off random shit in the fucking stove and like, Remy goes past it and it's like. Bleh. Disgusting What the fuck And then he's like I'm gonna <laughs> pick this shit up God hands Oh let me do this shit And he makes something Really good But of course mm. After everybody's like Rat <laughs> it, Oh shit a Rat <laughs> Oh shit So it's yeah the uh, They caught him But Linguini was like You made magic Little Little friend Little buddy mm. You know And yeah. then they, He decided one day Can you remake this Can you help me You know because he wants to do something with him. So, turns out, Linguini has this fucking weird mechanism where you pull on his hair and he can, you can pu- puppeteer him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird-ass motherfucker. No. <laughs> but not that that helps, like, Remy puppeteer using his skills in, like, his innate sense of cooking to help Linguini, who's a fucking, like, dumbass, can't cook for shit. Somehow, mm. helped him get the girl too. Like, who boy, yeah. Literally, like just kiss already push them and oh my god we're kissing already and now we're fucking girlfriend boyfriend you know that happened it's France you know it's the fucking city of love you know and and also like the main thing is just that anybody can cook is like a really good message it's a very underdog story the food looks Mm. amazing the main antagonist technically is both the ex-owner of the Gusto franchise and the critique the critic who uh, yeah. will come and like judge Linguini is the famous son of Gusto. can he match up to his level or is Gusto <laughs> supposed to be retired but yeah so uh Linguini revealed to him after everybody left that Remy was the one that's a master chef here I'm just the waiter today and uh they ran and opened a second shop called Ratatouille after that after they closed up because obviously they, the rat infestation was like a fucking prominent thing. It's like, in the uh, end, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. chefs leave because Remy, like, Linguini like, told them, a rat is why I have talent. The rat has talent, not me. And everyone's like, <laughs> I can't accept this. I have too much pride on my hands. I can't compare to a fucking rat. <laughs> a rat? <laughs> it's a fucking rat. So like, everybody is like, I'm a leave, and the girlfriend leaves. And uh, the girlfriend is just like stares at the fucking the the cookbook of Gusto. It's like anyone can cook behind the mine, you know. It's like I'm coming oh, yeah. back for my bitch. And then once he comes, he's uh-huh. like, "Oh my god, rats are cooking everything! What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> but yeah, Ratatouille is amazing. Beautiful yes. film. Music is beautiful. The fucking yeah, message yeah. is beautiful. And again, like
0: so it's many like, I think
1: it's, it's all time amazing you have to watch it.
0: yes stream. it's so memorable so like this movie came out in 2007, also yeah. <laughs> <So> 2007 <laughs> I was two years old damn yeah 2007 impossible that was like yeah crazy
1: <laughs> yeah Ratatouille is amazing by the way even like as a kid I loved it now I, can, I still say I love it so you guys have mm. to watch it so if I say you have to watch it, it's all time.
0: Yes. Agreed. Cap.
1: Alright. Put it there on all time, Apple. Let's go. Do
0: you the, have any what? particular
1: thoughts that I haven't said, up, like yourself? One, one of my favorite scenes
0: is definitely like the, cri- the critique guy. Like his mm-hmm. flashback moment when he ate the ratatouille, you know? Yeah. Uh, the mother. Who is it, the mother?
1: Yeah, mother, the mother is like... Is because ratatouille is technically a poor man's food. You just cut up everything. Uh, you yeah. It's like vegetables. It. Yeah, it's the it's way it's presented yeah. is very nostalgic. Everybody's like... It looks so delicious.
0: It... Mm.
1: It's like... <laughs> fucking like... The ex-owner <laughs> yeah. was like... I'm a cat. I can't mm. They were nodding. <laughs> okay, they were just nodding at the food, alright?
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. so that scene was pretty good. And everybody was... Mm. Everybody now is like... Using that as a meme I think if you're not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, It is
0: from
1: Yeah, all time. Watch it, please. Next film. Another Wall-E. incredible film. Okay, Wally. E. I love Wally. e It's so good. It's about what if robots have feelings? Yay. <laughs> and yeah. And say rats had feelings just now. Robots have feelings now. So WALL E is about a world where what if we just did not do any looking, like climate change or like fucking... Just, we just let the world burn. Yeah, and went to a spaceship.
0: It. Yeah, just
1: abandoned it. Let's go to space. Wet Fuck the space. world, bro.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's it's literally the film about over-capitalism fucking over the world because B&H Climate is basically change. fucking Amazon and Walmart or whatever the hell. Mm. They make everything. They they sell anything. They make cupcakes in a
0: cup. What the hell?
1: <laughs> and they also made everybody fat, so, you know. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So here's the thing. right? Uh, Wally is about wally uh being a robot who just generally <laughs> really likes culture you know but obviously culture is dead during this time in earth but uh he just likes collecting all this stuff like his favorite thing is this just random as mp dot mp4 about like a movie climax of like a musical and they're like a girl a boy falling in love He's dancing and singing to each other yeah, he's a romantic. He he's wants so to
0: romantic.
1: find He wants to find robot love. So one day he <laughs> finds like Eve. Eve is technically just e. Eve. Uh, e. v. Eve. He's a code name, right? But Eve came in, their whole point was that they want to find living life on planet Earth. Which they found a plant. Coincidentally before Eve came in, right? So uh the whole thing was that Eve wasn't that particular about Wally like who the hell is this he's not part of my operative I don't give a fuck about this guy but Wally was like oh my god she's gorgeous sheesh and then like <laughs> trying to chase and then he kept fu- he kept fucking up very very like charismatically every time like one day trying to like confess to her but getting run over by chopping carts, which is a fucking funny <laughs> shit and like making a little like trash doll of Eve very cute you know and then like teaching Eve about culture and what his favorite stuff Mm. and everything and then accidentally shows her the plant and she just shuts down traps the plant in and then bam! it's like Eva Mm. what happened basically (laughs) this whole film is amazing because the main characters are pretty much silent characters they don't say anything they don't have actual words all they say is mm-hmm. like... Eva. Eva. Like, the voice actors are fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm telling you. Like, holy what? shit, man.
0: The emotion in those few... Was... Yeah. Like... Eva. A- like, at this point, yeah.
1: Pixar was at their peak. Holy
0: fucking shit, mm.
1: man. It's fucking amazing. And then, like... Okay. Uh, the whole thing was that there, the humans are in space. Right? After, like... Mm-hmm. Let's say centuries of being there... The children were born... And everything. They didn't have... They were living on like fucking automated seats. They were literally, like, if your gaming chair was floating everywhere, you didn't even have to walk. No wonder. Oh Their bones god. were degraded. They're fat. They literally can't move. Well, two of the main human characters we see is like, oh my god, we can walk, we can talk, we can hold hands. Incredible. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, uh, everything happens because Wally was there. Wally was like the most out of this world character for everyone on the ship. And it's amazing The whole thing was The whole goal of the film was We want to bring this plant to the Axiom Which is the ship they're on And get the humans back on Earth And really fucking make the Earth mm. Which is a pretty good That's really all the story is about It's a very freaking yeah. romantic film It's a silent film deep down It's pretty much a silent film they're, The humans talk But everyone else The main characters don't Wally and Eve Or the major robots Don't fucking speak. It's amazing. Watch Mm. it, please. Yeah. Uh, I read it as all time. I don't know. All
0: time? Alright.
1: I would say it's all time. Like Incredibles is really good. But I don't think you have to watch it. WALLY is like if you don't Mm. watch this, I feel like you're missing something. That this is great film. This is great cinematography.
0: Yeah. I agree, I agree. Wally is cute,
1: yeah. Wally? Okay. Okay. Here's here's the next the hot take. Like, I'm, I'm Up is not all time. Really. Why do I say this? Why okay. do I say this? All right. Up's first ten minutes is all time. After that, it's awesome. It's not all time. Now, uh, why do I say I guess this? I can agree. You understand, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody agrees that the fucking moment with Ellie and like. I forgot the name of the, the neighborhood already. Don't call him old man. Yeah. What the hell? But he's <laughs> he's the boxy old man guy. Okay, let's look at uh, Carl, Carl Fredrickson right? So Carl, Carl and Ellie's ah. whole story is so childlike, so wonderful, so like fantastical. It's like it's a very realistic mm-hmm. romance that's set in like the 50s or the 40s, right? They are so cute together. They We see them since they first met all the way till they like one passes away.
0: Married, yeah. And you,
1: the music was written so well. It's a silent film, that whole portion. Outside of like the kid t- talking like, 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 travel the world or whatever, to paradise or whatever. I forgot the like slogan for like traveling mm-hmm. they had in the film. But the point is that those first 15 minutes, it's masterful. Everyone cried. Most people cried. Some people yes. who are not humans, you guys you guys didn't cry. Okay. You guys aren't humans. You guys are fucking weirdos. If you are normal or like empathetical, mm. you will cry. Alright.
0: Because yeah. like you feel
1: for them. Because like main thing. These two have been like child like the love birds. Like they were they were <laughs> like very close kids. They decided to marry each other. One came from a very mm. stoic family. One came from a very like free like redneck as fuck family they married <laughs> together but the, they wanted children they wanted to travel the world for one but obviously they didn't really need that to, when uh, after a certain point of life where they were like very satisfied with their life right one mm. was a balloon seller one is a zookeeper pretty fine then they decided we want kids They they moved on to the point of life where they want kids They can't conceive Ellie can't conceive So sad So it's like It's so sad Like the transition from like Dream like Oh my god Let's design and paint The fucking baby room And then to like Depressing You don't get a child
0: What the fuck
1: Everybody's like Dies inside
0: Dies inside (laughs) Yeah
1: they're like Dies inside Oh my god My heart sank So like after that You feel like Ellie was like Literally contemplating but after that they picked themselves up. Obviously, Carl was there for her the whole time. Mm. But eventually you also see the transition from like when they were younger, the first start of their love, right? Where Carl was keeping up with Ellie the whole time. Ellie was the like rambunctious, upbeat girl. But when they got older, Ellie was the one that's keeping up. She couldn't keep up after that. And then yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. she she was the first one to pass away between these two couples. Which is sad. It hits hard. Carl was like fucking like devastated. So when we see the starting scene of the actual film was like living a mundane as fuck life he's like uh what am i doing anymore and mm. what he decides to fucking do right everybody was developing around him this whole uh, nice yeah, town yeah, becomes yeah. a city so he was the one fucking building where he didn't want to change he didn't want to sell don't yes. move they want to go to a retirement home fuck y'all i'm a make i'm a balloon seller i'm gonna make my fucking house fly
0: <laughs> that's where up
1: comes in right So the the reason why I say it's awesome and not all time is because after that, the film is a decent rock, but it's not all time, right? I would say Ratatouille and WALL-E is like, you have to watch the whole film because the whole film is a very fucking full, rounded, and really beautiful film. Mm. Up, the first 15 minutes is amazing. And then after that, it's just pretty good. It's not amazing. It's pretty good. It's better than Toy Story 2. But it's not better than Incredibles, Wally, or even rather do I think. Right? Maybe better than Incredibles. We can debate on that. But I think it's just awesome. It's not top. Mm. It's very high. That's where like, I put it. Like,
0: the ending of Up really slips out of my mind sometimes. Like the peacock and the old man another old man than the dog
1: the thing about the the twist of like quote unquote twist villain where the hero turns out to be the villain because he wants to find the bird right which Kevin I understand Mm. that's a very very convincing uh, story but in the end it doesn't sink as hard because like the fucking opening was so good that the movie itself doesn't live up to the the opening anymore
0: yeah from what I can say
1: and y'all can disagree with me on that but I'm telling you it kind of makes sense right so here's the the ending is like yes I I 100% agree with like the the kid Russell and Carl's relationship Mm. being able to mend the loss that Ellie has made like left there for Carl but it just doesn't hit as hard it's a pretty good it's like it's a very good resolution doesn't hit as hard because the action scene was pretty good but the villain (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's just okay You know It's just okay. yeah, It's okay The villain's just okay, okay. That's right. Yeah
1: Yeah I I, th- I feel like Pixar films Do the best When it's introspective It's something about them Internally That makes them change Compared to mm-hmm. like A villain A villain doesn't change The whole thing
0: That's that's how I feel Yes 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 Like I feel like uh, Some of these films Can be like Really really good Even without a villain You know
1: you, exactly.
0: don't, you don't always have to have a villain in yourself is right. it better than Incredibles though
1: I rate it above Incredibles but it depends on you here
0: you rate it above
1: I rate it above Incredibles is yeah. an awesome watch but up is just like mm-hmm. up is a fuller picture because the, uh, the opening is just way too good for you to not watch
0: yes yes yes
1: Incredibles uh, the, there's not one part of the f- whole film where I tell you like you have to watch this part Ah, oh, uh, true
0: Right, Incredibles <laughs> is
1: incredible But it's not like You have to watch it No
0: Incredibles is incredible <laughs> Okay yeah, um. hmm.
1: She's debating on this
0: hmm. Okay, hmm. wait I'll, I'll, I'll agree on, you on that then Alright <laughs> Okay, let's move on Toy Story 3
1: Alright Toy Story oh, 3 hmm? Is The best Toy Story film currently Now, y'all literally know that. I'm pretty sure nobody's gonna (laughs) fucking argue with me on that. Now, I will argue with you guys on why Toy Story 4 is not as bad as you guys think. But Toy Story 3 is the pinnacle of, like, the Andy saga, quote-unquote, right? Where Andy has grown up. He's going to college. He's leaving his toys behind. Now, what happens? Initially, Andy wants to just put him in the fucking attic. But everybody assumed That Andy <laughs> Didn't want to keep him In the attic Because mom Actually put him In the trash Stupid mom And uh, now everybody now, uh, now everybody's like Andy doesn't want us anymore We just, we just <laughs> leave And then they go to a fucking Like preschool Thinking Yeah daycare We'll be played every day Oh my god it turns That out like the fucking, culture Yeah it turns out The fucking school Is a fucking Dictorian Like communist society <laughs> <laughs> hey, rule by one guy. Okay, rule by one guy. Yeah. Not so like, Lotso, the bear. Not uh, so the bear is pretty horrendous. Yeah, uh, it's a very good villain. He's a very good villain. Yeah
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a good villain. So
1: the the big thing is like this whole place looks like sunny side. It's sunny side the school, right? It looks uh, yeah. like a sunny place. But everyone after school is like dictatorship. You cannot do anything. <laughs> And the whole climax of the story was like... Now they they can't handle this place. They thought this place was good. But now they can't. They want to go back to Andy. And uh, eventually they find a new owner. But that's not where we are right now. Yeah. They want to go back to Andy. is the main goal. But this place is like a fucking jail, man. This is a jail <laughs> escape movie. And uh, Buzz becomes a Spanish for some reason. Uh, Anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the climax was that they were confronted by Lotso to not leave you, you all know the film I don't have to go too deep into this it's fucking amazing I have to watch it the whole point what is the whole climax we'll talk about the climax first Andy gets back the toys right but here Andy still needs to contemplate do I really want to just leave them in attic? or can I do something else with them? he was thinking of only bringing Woody to college because again Woody is his favorite toy of all time but he decides to a, a suggestion by woody technically he wrote a note right for them for andy so uh donate them or like pass them on to bonnie and bonnie is one of the children from the school and she really yeah. enjoy. like she she accidentally but really loves woody in this film uh as a toy to like supplement the others right so it's like uh Wow Woody's quite nice And then uh, She She ends up Accepting from Andy With a very heartfelt Like Rundown on Yeah What Andy thinks Of these toys And how he's like Characterized them Throughout his playtimes And then eventually like Man, every fucking memory hits you as a Toy Story fan. Or even if you're not just a Toy Story fan. Even if you're just a fan knowing the feeling of having toys but mm-hmm. you have to pass on. It hits like a fucking truck. And, and then you see Woody. Woody wasn't supposed to be there because Woody... Andy wanted to go with Woody but Woody, you know, decided to fall into the box. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: Andy reluctantly but acceptingly and lovingly passes him to Bonnie. This is where Toy Story mm-hmm. 4 will come in later. But passes him to Bonnie and then Please take care of my best friend you know so that that film hits so hard for everybody because like so long old pal y'all yeah. know the line y'all know it and then freaking Spanish you are the friend in me happens in the credits you know yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so uh, amazing film amazing must watch fucking all time uh, but really it's hard to say all time because you have to watch the film series to say it uh mm. So I would say it's awesome. As yeah. a Pixar fan, this is an all-time film. As a regular film buff, it's an awesome film. Not a must-watch. You have to watch the first two to get the fucking full hit of the film. You know.
0: Hmm. Uh, one of my favorite scenes in Toy Story Three was when they're about to get burned in the cenarita. You know Burn. The truck <laughs> No not the Hamilton
1: Go back to Hamilton Let's we, go No anyway We did uh, like
0: how yeah. Howdy hours of that um. Howdy howdy
1: Yeah So uh yeah. The claw Happened And they were yeah, sad. Yeah It was amazing They accepted their fate When they were in the Yeah yeah yeah
0: That's why I really like Cause it. lots of
1: motherfucking Bear went and betrayed Their asses Bitch ass It's
0: fine He had some karma He got strapped on In the truck there Yeah
1: I don't think that's enough But yeah I rate really? it awesome Above up
0: Yes Totally agree uh, Yeah I agree
1: Alright so That is it For the cheerless. How does it Stop fucking moving it Lol yeah. <laughs> Apple has Apple has yeah. a Fidgeting habit here I'm telling you
0: I but feel yeah. like If you see On the podcast or uh, Later when you're editing Like my My uh, camera here That's capturing me I'm like moving around a lot <laughs> real she I'm spinning around my energy. chair
1: <laughs> oh my god you can see yeah. everything I'm doing but I can't see what she's doing because she's doing to record but yeah so here's our checklist Ratatouille and Wally. you must watch if you're a film buff if you're not a f- it's like even if you're not a fan of Pixar watch it awesome is like our recommendation for any Pixar fan you have to watch those films if you're a film buff you can watch them but you don't have to because like Toy Story 3 you have to watch the series to say anything Coco is good but again if you don't watch if you just don't watch cartoons then you don't have to watch it you know and yeah, like yeah. that's how we rate the things right and then Flawed by Man is like literally too me to talk about or is like
0: <laughs>
1: what are these you don't have to watch it you really don't have to watch it at all fuck like yeah, yeah. ear you know uh, <laughs> enjoyable but flawed is like if you want to have a good time you can you will have a good time it's just that you really don't have to watch them at all you know and yeah. everything in between is everything in between uh so <laughs> that's our tier list for Pixar. This has been a long episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and our takes Uh these are all pretty nostalgic for most people. And uh I'm pretty sure you guys can accept a little spoilers, right? Lightyear. I actually didn't bother to spoil anything on light year because light year is light year. Fuck light year. We going to thank Alpaca. I'm gonna put like a fucking like screenshot here. He has donated again this month for $20. Thank you very much for supporting our podcast. Amazing. Uh, We hope you have enjoyed this episode. Uh, We had a lot of fun making it, but we're tired of shit right now. So please sign us off, Apple, that person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Apple, that person. (laughs) Yeah, so that's it for today's episode on Too Much Free Time Podcast. I'm Apple.
1: And I'm Snivy.
0: Hope you enjoyed. (laughs) and We'll see you next week. Bye.
1: Bye -bye. Bye-bye. I'm not going to die yet, all right? Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Hope you have fun, all right?
0: Bye-bye.